Welcome to the new and improved Configure It Done podcast. The Configure It Done podcast is now a place where we interview senior thought leaders in the SAP space across Australia and New Zealand. And the aim is to tap into their knowledge so we can pass on their insights to the listening SAP community. Please subscribe to the podcast and like, share and comment across Castos, YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This podcast is in partnership with the Black Dog Institute who aim to create a mentally healthier world for everyone. If you wish to donate to the cause, please click the link below. Welcome back to season seven of the Configure It Done podcast. Um, a massive thank you to everyone that's liked, shared and comment our podcast. We're getting some fantastic traction. Uh, some of our clients uh, have been listening to this to self-learn and, and teach. And um, it's been uh, absolutely fantastic to uh, see this podcast grow. Now, my colleague, um, Seb Bliss, he's just came over from uh, the UK. Um, he's been recruiting over Europe and America. Um, he invited an absolutely fantastic guest onto this podcast. Um, this uh, the guest is ex IBM, he's ex Salesforce, and now he's leading the S4 HANA Public Cloud Division at SAP Australia themselves. So on this podcast, it's none other than Chris Connolly. Now, Chris Connolly on the podcast, he speaks about how the future of public cloud should be partner led and how SAP are not actually competing against their partners, um, but actually encouraging. Um, the partnerships in their business. So please enter the podcast. Like I said, like, share and comment. And thank you very much for your support. I hope you enjoy Chris Connolly. Welcome back to the Configure It Done podcast. This is season seven, episode three. Um, And to listen to the previous podcast, um, do visit um, Castos, Apple Music, um, Spotify and YouTube as well. Now, um, my colleague, um, Seb, um, I just wanted to introduce him. Actually, Seb, why don't you introduce yourself first? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, just recently just joined Precision. I uh, was doing SAP recruitment in Europe for the last six years. Uh, and then uh, now I have a, a really good guest to bring on the show, um, Chris Connolly, who, uh, who focuses on public cloud ELP. Excellent. So, um, so Chris, it's great to have you on. Great to have you on. But um, first of all, I'd love to get uh, for those of the, the listeners that don't know you, I'd love to get a bit of an understanding of your background and uh, and your career, um, sure. and then also of what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I guess I've had a pretty varied career before I moved into IT. I I started off as an analytical chemist, um, and then moved into a sort of environmental risk management, and then operational risk management, then technology risk management, and then moved into IT management and. Pretty much been in IT management for the last fifteen years or so with companies including, you know, IBM, Hewlett Packard, AMZ Bank, um, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, most recently it was with Salesforce and then six years ago moved to SAP. Uh initially I started running their uh customer success program for APJ. Mm-hmm. Uh and then five years ago moved to take over this team or the team I currently run, which is the S4 HANA public cloud delivery practice for Asia Pacific and Japan, APJ. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So focusing on that practice that you're doing now, um, how do you, how do you run and operate that in, in ANZ? Sure. So I I run a a regional practice, so it's APJ based. So I have, have consultants in places like India, Southeast Asia, Singapore, um, Japan, Korea, Australia, and so on. 
Uh, I know your audience is primarily ANZ, so I'll try to focus on ANZ, but I will inevitably talk more regionally occasionally. Um, I, I have a consulting manager who is the hands-on manager for my consultants. Uh, he has the thankless task of being both their people manager, but also their resource planner and um, assigning them to projects and, and trying to um, herd the cats, as you say. So what, one, of the, one of the characteristics of cloud consulting is the projects tend to be uh, piecemeal, where you typically don't get assigned to a project five days a week for 18, 24 months, like you do in the traditional model. Uh, here in the cloud consulting world, projects tend to be shorter and you tend to work on multiple projects at the same time. So that resource planning is very uh, intricate. Mm. Sure, sure. And I think that brings us maybe to the, the, the next kind of topic. I think you, I remember when we spoke last week, um, you were talking about the opportunity for the partners. So where do you think that opportunity now lies for the partners? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Tim. Um, so just a little bit of background. When I took over the practice five years ago, there were very few partners who were delivering projects. And that was, I guess, for two reasons. One is the market was very small and therefore there was not a lot of return for the partners. Um, and so my team was delivering the, the vast majority of projects in, in this region. Um, what's happened now is there's definitely strong demand for the product, which means the partner community is now seeing a return in upskilling their people and delivering projects. So my, my aim intent is to stop delivering routine projects. Where a partner is capable of delivering projects, I don't want my team involved. Our team should be taking much more of an advisory role and the actual delivery and implementation is very much the partner um, remit. So, What's the idea behind that, um, Chris? Because that, that's um, it's obviously a very different um, view to, say, 10, 20 years ago within SAP, a very different view, yeah. It, it's been a deliberate transition over the last three, four, five years mm -hmm. where... We, we know that we can't handle the demand. I, I don't want to run a practice of hundreds of consultants and be a traditional services practice. That's not where my team is best placed. The, the concept behind cloud delivery is it should be routine. It should be simple, straightforward. And we provide a lot of support and assistance to the partners to make the implementation simple and routine. Um, it's not the best use for my team to be doing that heavy lifting. It's much better to be done by the partner network. And we, we just can't handle the, the predicted load. There's no way no we can deliver. I mean, there are, there are you know, many projects being delivered in Asia Pacific at the moment in APJ, and mm -hmm. my team is just not capable of handling the load. Sure, sure. Do you, do you ever get um, a customer saying, we only want your team to deliver it? Do you ever get that? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, depending on your analogy, it's one hand to shake, one throat to choke. Um, I prefer one hand to shake. Um, I, I guess there'll be a couple of scenarios where my team will be doing the full implementation. Firstly, where the customer requests it, and there are you know, many valid reasons for that. I will stress my team is quality uh, or premium, so premium quality and premium price, and that yeah. often selects us out, which is which is fine. Um, the next scenario is where the partner community is not yet ready to deliver that a particular functionality because uh, because my team is in-house, we often get enabled well ahead of the partners. And so, Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and I guess the third scenario where my team will probably be leading for a while is 
the more complex, you know, multi-country, multi-currency, uh, where you're trying to bring together five, 10, in one case, we've got 30 different organizations all trying to come together. And at the moment, there's pretty much only my team and maybe one or two partners that could handle a project like that. Sure, sure. So focusing on the on the partners, how how do they start to deliver some of these uh, these these projects? Yeah. So I guess the traditional path is they first become resellers of the software, and there's a certification process to go through that. I, I don't think it's particularly onerous, but it's not my area, so I, I really can't comment on how you become a reseller. And once you're a reseller, then as long as you have a minimum number of certified consultants and you commit to using the methodology that we provide, then you're um, approved to to implement. So it's actually reasonably straightforward. And if you are one of our, our um, endorsed providers, we, we give you a lot of support in developing business plans, identifying customers, giving you leads, and supporting you through your first implementations. Sure, sure. So what's your, yeah. what's your number one piece of advice for... for partners or prospective partners um if i can cheat and have two number one pieces of it yeah 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 sure, um, sure first one is certification of consultants there is no doubt that makes a huge difference um delivering a cloud project is very different to delivering an on-premises project and you know even to the extent of you can't write custom code in the cloud whereas in on-prem or private cloud you, you can to an extent so certify your consultants is number one and number two is follow the methodology. We call it the Activate methodology. And every, just about every project that we've had to come in and, and rescue, the partner has not been following the Activate methodology. Sure, sure. The certifications piece is um, very, very kind of controversial in the market. We do a talent survey um, every year and 50% of the market are certified. And um, there's another of those 50% feel it added no value um, to them. So that's a very interesting um, concept. Would would your would your customers have kind of uncertified people on on projects, or is is cloud you need to be certified now? It's not so much the customers, more the partners. Uh, yes, yeah. absolutely, they have um, people consultants on projects who are not certified in that product in the public cloud ERP product, yeah. and. We see it immediately where, you know, a partner will be allocated or will will pick up an implementation project and they ring us for support and they ask on-prem questions for a cloud implementation. It, it's it's obvious within you know, minutes that they're not current or not, not um, haven't been trained or enabled in the cloud implementation. Uh, sure. I think it's interesting, especially because there is, as, as Jim mentioned, that sort of difference between certifications and, and non-certifications and what that means to, to certain customers. You mentioned a point earlier around some of the, the sort of support um, topics that you'd, you'd be able to get from SAP. So what support can can partners get from SAP then when it comes to um, the, delivering these projects? Sure. So firstly, we have a whole partner enablement organization that is before you pick up your first project. Yeah. So once... Once you indicate that you are serious about delivering projects, we support you through that enablement, through the certification. Um, as I said, we we help develop business cases and so on. Uh, we also, and that's all uh, all for free. Mm -hmm. uh, we then provide partner mentoring for uh, 
pre-sales in particular. We Actually, this week we're running in Melbourne a go-live experience workshop, which is a three-day hands-on workshop for partners to, to develop their pre-sales skills. And that's being run around the region today, or well, this week happens to be in Melbourne. And we also provide uh, what we call value assurance, which is where the partner does the implementation, but has us in the background guiding them through that implementation. And what we find is after the first couple of implementations, partners are usually okay by themselves, but they always have us in the background to support if needed. Sure. That's, that's good to know. Good stuff. Um, now, you, you probably mentioned this um, before with kind of SAP's um, strategy about being more kind of advisory. Um, but yeah, how, in terms of like the, the next question, like how would partners see SAP or, or stop them from kind of stealing their, their customers? Yeah. Quite a kind of controversial topic, but yeah. Yeah, and that's a really good question because we know that there is a, a fear that by um, inviting SAP into your project that we'll suddenly take over and try to run the project and steal your customer. Uh, firstly, I mean, we don't want to steal your customer. As I said, we, we cannot handle the demand. So there is no... We're not short of projects, don't worry. The The approach we're taking is very much to partner with our partners, work with them in conjunction, and really expect partners to take up the heavy lifting. So, so as I said before, I, I don't want my team to be much bigger than it is today. I think if my team gets more than about 40 or 50 people across the region, that's getting too big. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So you know, I, I don't want to have 10 people on a project for three months and then move that same 10 people to another. It's just not the way I'm, I, I operate or SAP operates. We very much want to encourage and enable the partner community to do the, the lifting. We're, we're expecting 90 plus, probably 95% plus of projects to be delivered by partners in the short term. Oh, wow. So it's a big collaboration piece, which I think is is, is good to, to highlight. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So if you had to leave one message today just to, to summarize everything you've you've covered there chris to two partners or prospective customers that are moving to um public cloud like what what would be your what would be your overriding message yeah i guess the overriding message would be work with us uh, we we are here to help we're here to partner with you uh we're here to support you don't don't fear that we're going to try to steal your customers but really let's you know, our, our aim is to have people using the software. That's our goal. And the way we're going to achieve that is through the partners doing most of the implementations. So yeah, work with us, ask for help before it's too late and really emphasize that partner word and and let's work together to get people using our software. Excellent. Now, I'd, I'd love to get a, a partner on the on the podcast to get their their view um on this said i really appreciate you coming on and uh inviting chris um chris today on the uh on the podcast through the done podcast um yeah thank you very much chris no yeah thank, thank you. you chris it's been a pleasure hearing your insights thanks please like share comment and subscribe to the configure it done podcast